This episode of the Cloud Accounting Podcast is sponsored by Bill.com. As a listener, you've probably heard Blake and I speak about Bill.com on numerous occasions. It feels like they're discussed monthly in either new news or new announcements. But I'm betting there are some things you don't know about Bill.com. Did you know customers use Bill.com platform to process over $70 billion in payments for the 2019 fiscal year? That they partner with several of the largest U.S. financial institutions like Bank of America, PNC, and Chase? More than 70 of the top 100 U.S. accounting firms use Bill.com. Bill.com not only connects to all the popular accounting software providers, they also connect to many of your favorite apps as well. To learn more about how Bill.com's AI-enabled financial software platform creates connections between businesses and helps manage cash inflows and outflows, head over to cloudaccountingpodcast.promo slash bill. That is cloudaccountingpodcast.promo forward slash B-I-L-L. They want the visibility to understand where there are opportunities that can take advantage of them faster than larger corporations. Welcome to the Cloud Accounting Podcast. I'm Blake Oliver. I'm David Leary. And I'm Rob Reed. I'm Kevin Cumley. Thank you, Rob and Kevin, so much for coming. And I guess we should say a little context for our listeners. Uh, what is it that you do, Rob? So I'm the chairman of the Sageman Market uh, Solutions Group. All right. And Kevin? I'm the director of the Sage Intact Accountants Program. Awesome. And we are here live recording at Intact Advantage in Las Vegas. So uh, thank you so much for having us here, inviting well, us to come. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, it's, our, it's, our, it's, it's a privilege. This is my third Intact Advantage, but this is David's first. It's my first. So I'm probably like a lot of listeners that maybe have came from the small business background, right? And I'm really wondering, what is mid-market? Because sometimes people are like, oh, it's once you have 50 employers, you have $50 million in revenue, or you have... 20,000 inventory items. Like, how does Intact define mid-market? Like, what is it? And then, like, what, what are problems that mid-market have that maybe normal small businesses don't? Or what's the mindset? Yeah, David, a bunch of great questions there. Um, you know, all the different analysts uh, do have def- different definitions. That sort of confuses people. Um, we really believe that the, the mid-market really spans from about 100 employees uh, up through a few thousand. Uh, so enterprise is typically over 5,000. Large is typically a couple thousand to 5,000. And that mid-market then is right uh, there above small. So small usually being between 1 and, and 99. And what portrays a lot of the differences in the mid-market is they're typically very oriented to growth. They've been able to get out and thrust out of being a very small business uh, and But now, they're typically going up against larger competitors. But what's really interesting about the mid-market is that 90% of all the growth in our economy since the Great Recession is coming out of the mid-market. Enterprise actually has declined by 10%, and the mid-market is pacing this economy. So um, we think that's a prime opportunity for organizations to be more efficient in the in mid-market so they can invest to go and have differentiation to go up against those larger organizations. And they want the visibility to understand where there are opportunities so they can take advantage of them faster than larger corporations or where are the risks where they need to shore things on up. And so those are some of the things that say Gentech that we focus on. So it sounds like if, if you are a small business that's becoming a bigger business and you're ready to take that next step and grow, right. you should go for it because it sounds like the market conditions are ripe for that. Right. Absolutely. So we have a lot of graduates that come on in utilizing um, our system in, in the mid-market. So they've been a small business. They've now thrusted into having a lot of success. 
and they know that they need to have a system that they understand the metrics as to what's going on and where should they be investing the next dollar, and we help them with that. So I spent some time at a firm called Arminino, who you know well as a big intact uh, customer user for their clients. Maybe you could tell us, for accountants not so familiar with the product, uh, what, what are some of the reasons that they use Sage Intact in their uh, practices? You know what, Kevin, um, why don't you talk about why you know, all the top accounting firms are out there using, using us in, uh, for their practice and the kinds of benefits that they receive and how that goes on then to their customers and clients. Sure, Rob, I would be glad to. And, and maybe start with a little bit of background first. So from the very beginning, almost 20 years ago, Sage Intact was designed to be a platform for accountants to be able to deliver outsourced services to customers. And started as cloud from day one. Very first, yep, yeah. from day and, one. And we should say... 20 years ago. So you guys have been doing this for a long time, right? Is it the 20-year anniversary is coming up? I heard that in the yeah. keynote. Yep, next, next month. So, I mean, there weren't a lot of cloud applications around back then, right? We were one of the very first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, accountants didn't really understand that back then. And, um, you know, they, it was hard for them to wrap their head around, okay, we're going to use something that exists someplace else to deliver outsourced services to our clients. But it's the only platform that was actually designed from the ground up for that specific uh, purpose. And so... Uh, to Rob's point, you know, firms like Armanino and including, I think, now almost 40 of the top 100 CPA firms in the country, they use Sage Intact as a platform to deliver outsourced accounting and financial services to their clients. And it enables them to be not you know, much more than just an accountant, mm-hmm. but to deliver high-value uh, strategic advisory services that are oriented in an upmarket as well. So it, it scales very well. Our accountants program, um, you know, we've got firms that are on the smaller end of the scale, um, both CPA firms and BPOs, and we've got large firms like Armenino that can use it to provide outsourced services to smaller organizations or much larger organizations that are like right in the middle of the, the mid-market. You know, typically a, a client uh, would go to an Armenino and say, here I am an entrepreneur trying to start my business. Uh, I really don't know that much about accounting. And I don't want to go in and hire lots of accountants or a CFO. I want to invest in the service or the products that I'm in. So Armanino utilizes our platform and their expertise from an accounting perspective to do this outsource accounting so that the entrepreneur and his team can be, or her team, can be focused on their business. And then they allow the accounting firm with all the expertise they have mm-hmm. uh, to draw upon. And, and Armanino has just done a great job for thousands, or thousands of customers from that perspective. So, so what makes it, um, like any, any features for somebody new to the product that like make it different than a QuickBooks or a Zero? Like why couldn't I just use that? What, what, what is special about uh, Intact? Yeah, one of the great things that QuickBooks does is it allows a entrepreneur to understand and be able to invoice, mm-hmm. which to get the cash in, <laughs> and then to know where they're expending. And it's a very easy to use, consumer-like uh, type of application. However, when you start to move up to going into mid-market, mm-hmm. or if you want to be very sophisticated in your planning, the ability to get inside out of QuickBooks, the way Intech can, can provide it to you, uh, is, it's just not there. It's, so it's, it's just a great tool uh, to manage a, a very small business, but you have aspirations to grow, you need that insight that Intech can provide. And then if you want to bring yeah. in investors, uh, so we are uh, a gap solution, uh, meaning that uh, investors trust the data coming out of it. And unfortunately, you know, QuickBooks is, again, a great product, but it's, it's not gap. 
Yeah, that's a very good point. We were preparing gap financials for our clients, and I think in particular, multi-book was very popular in that you know we could have our uh, uh, reports for various different purposes, right? You have your gap book, and then you have some other management you know book or uh, well, you know, uh, you know, one of the number one things people like about our multi-book approach is that they can look at a cash position uh, versus gap. Yep, uh, and for most small organizations. Um, understanding your cash position is actually more important than gap. But then if you want to go out and get investors, then gap's more important. Right. And uh, that was a very unique capability that we provide to our clientele that the vast majority of other solutions do not provide. Yeah. And, and the other one um, that I recall is multi-ledger. Is that the name for it? Mm-hmm. Or the ability to have multiple entities all sharing the same? Multi-entity functionality. Yep, that's right. And you can have small organizations that have very complex needs where they need multi-entity consolidations intercompany transactions so they don't have multiple copies of, say, QuickBooks and lots of spreadsheets trying to do all that stuff. You probably experienced that. Yeah, 20 QuickBooks files, and then I have to yeah. consolidate in an Excel spreadsheet. Yep. But, you know, what, what's but, the risk of ever having errors there? Yeah, yeah. There's none, not at all. I mean, I'm an expert. <laughs> Spreadsheets so. are perfect. So, that, so that's one good example. Uh, another good example is if they need advanced functionality. So if they need things like, uh, you know, contract management, revenue recognition, integrations with, you know, large platforms like Salesforce, no. for example, those would be differentiators where it might be a smaller organization that's more complex or to Rob's point, now they're moving up, they're getting larger, they're really moving into mid-market where they need higher transaction volumes and all those more advanced features and functionality in order to really truly manage the business. This episode of the Cloud Accounting Podcast is sponsored by TeamPay. Wouldn't it be great if you had a way to automatically enforce spend policies and gain full transparency into requests for funds, all the way to reconciliation? And what if you could do that while empowering your employees to buy what they need when they need it? TeamPay gives total control and real-time visibility into spending. TeamPay's distributed spend management platform automates the purchasing workflow and gives you proactive controls and real-time visibility over company spend. And TeamPay also empowers your employees with a user-friendly purchasing experience. When employees make a request, TeamPay automatically enforces policies, issues intelligent payments, and automatically sends the transaction data to your accounting system pre-coded. To learn more about how TeamPay modernizes how you manage spending, head over to cloudaccountingpodcast.promo slash TeamPay. That is cloudaccountingpodcast.promo forward slash T-E-A-M-P-A-Y. I have a question regarding the kind of the accountants program. So you obviously talk about accountants that are uh, at firms who service clients that are unintact, right? But I was just even standing in line at the registration desk here at the hotel. I met somebody in line and they're just an internal controller. What's the mix, I guess, for you guys, your accountants program, or even the attendees at this conference? Like how many are just internal controllers at their own companies coming to this conference? Or is it accountants that serve clients? And then is the training and the programs you provide for internal people versus people with clients? Is it different? Is it the same? Yeah, so the overall mix is uh, about 90% of our customers actually uh, go on a subscription and they do have a controller or another financial professional in their organization. And then they'll have somebody like our Armanino uh, help them implement it initially and make sure that um, all their processes are being satisfied the way they want and they get to reimagine how they want to be for the future and the system gets set up like that uh, for them. And then about 10% of our, our clientele uh, then just has the, this outsourced model where it's rent a CFO, rent an accounting department, and then the underlying platform that's supporting that, uh, that accounting firm is Sage Intech. So it's about 90-10 uh, 
to answer your question about training, so if somebody's in our accountants program, then we have a very uh, broad and extensive training and enablement program to t- not only teach them how to be in this business and how to be successful as an outsourcing firm, but then provide them with extensive in-depth training on the product and certifications. So they're well prepared in order to be able to use Sage Intact as a platform to deliver those services. And ultimately, you know, what, what matters the most, which is a you know, successful engagement and a happy client. So what has been interesting is even though uh, we were visionaries coming in and providing a solution 20 years ago for accounting firms, uh, we had to get overcome the issue with regard to the cloud. And we also had to overcome the issue business mindset of, oh, I need everybody reporting in and being part of my organization. Uh, so we've seen tremendous increase, even though I just gave that ratio of 90-10, mm-hmm. in the interest of outsourcing. People are now getting comfortable with a subscription, if you will, type of economy or other people doing things and having tools for them. So how many people now don't have cars? They're just using uh, Uber. How many, how many other things is it? Well, you know, it used to be you had to own. Um, the new millennials, et cetera, they don't want to own homes. They just want to rent. They want to be able to move, move, uh, move around. They, they yeah. don't want to have to be buying books. I just want to be able to subscribe to them. So we're seeing a real movement to the accounting firms as to why do I need this expertise? Let me focus on my business and let the accounting firms in this outsourced model mm-hmm. take off. So the, uh, Kevin and the team, uh, we've had tremendous increase, especially over this last year. So going back uh, 20 years ago, uh, Rob Reed, t- like what was the genesis of Intact? Because that was a, very early uh, in the world of cloud. What, what, what gave you guys the idea to build a cloud product? And very focused, was it always focused on the CFO as like the primary customer? Yeah, so our original founder, uh, David Thomas, had this vision that we could deliver cloud services for accounting firms in this outsourced model. And we were able to go out and sign up thousands of accounting firms initially. Ah, so it was accounting firms first. It was accounting firms first. And that's what was Kevin uh-huh. was reflecting on. That, that, that's sort of the soul of Intact is we, we took on actually the hardest thing we could do, satisfy accountants in accounting. <laughs> it is difficult. Yes. It is. Yeah. It's the hardest <laughs> thing you could possibly do. We, we decided that's a good one to go after, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, but he had wild success in signing up these accounting firms. And then the accountants, who are accountants, they're not sales people, but said, hey, we've got this new technology. It's going to allow you and I simultaneously to look exactly as to what's going on, what's going on with your invoicing, what's going on in your expense, and we can have a strategic discussion. And the client went, wow, that sounds really cool. And they would get all excited about it. And then they'd say, the accounting firm would say, now, this is going to be out in the cloud. And the client would go, the cloud? What the heck is the cloud? Oh, well, we have these servers in this hardened data center so that all this, you know, you can share the resources. And the client would say, you're not going to have my most important information behind your closed doors and your vaults. My information is going to be somewhere out there. I don't think so. And then the accounting firm said, okay, well, we can just keep doing it the old way. So the company struggled for a little bit, and then we decided, okay, we've got to go after small and medium-sized organizations directly. And as soon as we did that, the company just started flourishing, and we've been growing at great, uh, you know, really fast pace ever since. Interesting that going straight to the business owners or the, yeah. the businesses who are looking for their, 
getting their pain solved because I think sometimes accountants don't go out of the way to solve their clients' pain points. And so you have to speak to the business owner to do that. Um, I have a question. So every the big thing this last year has been services where it's software and the service. So you're getting kind of an accounting system and you're getting access to bookkeepers. Um, everybody's heading down that path and there's a lot of either uh, accounting firms that are doing this now. There's accounting firms that have, I call them a- Accounting firms with engineers. Engineers right. under the roof, right? And they have a front end and so it's, so it's truly software as a service, right? Um, are you, is Sage heading that way as far as Intact goes? And um, you know, with some of the firms, are you could where, hey, I'm going to buy Sage Intact and I also get accountant bookkeepers that are experts at the same time in my rolled up subscription. Is that kind of coming? I, I'm not aware of any accounting firms that are providing subscription on their services. Um, just it, it's you have a set fee that you're paying uh, for this accounting services to the firm, and then we're bundled into that. Um, having a subscription for engineers, I, I'm, I'm just not aware of that. It's typically what they'll do is by project and, and take it from them. But if they maybe if they start to see a trend that they could figure out how to do subscription services from that, that perspective. But a lot of accounting firms have seen that the melding of all the regulatory requirements and then the technology together and offering that as a service is actually becoming um, the most important business. So it used to be tax and audit. And now most of the innovative accounting firms are saying our understanding of accounting overall and technology, and they're turning as much into technologists and accountants as opposed to just accounting. The compliance is just a given. Like we're just going to do that because duh, we have to do compliance. Exactly. Yeah, it is, but there's there's literally no growth in those practice lines anymore. I mean, they're pretty much flat or very very low. You're talking about tax and audit. Tax and audit. Yeah, yeah. those compliance services. Uh, in fact, I led a uh, a panel discussion yesterday where I had four of our top partners. Two of them were larger CPA firms, and one of them talked specifically about audits and how they're giving up audits take the outsourcing services just because it uh, delivers a lot higher value to their clients. And in the end, uh, it's, it's much stickier. And also, you know, you look at, you know, Rob had mentioned uh, these organizations that are now looking to outsource on an increasing basis. Part of it's just about unemployment. I mean, it's really hard to find that talent. Mm-hmm. They're competing against all the top firms in the country. And so these firms, you know, they have a a large you know, set of staff that can deliver those services a lot better, oftentimes more economically viable. And, uh, you know, so it just, it's, it's better all the way around. And it's not an either or anymore. It used to be, I either had everything in house or I outsourced my entire finance function. Uh, but now you might have a CFO in house who, yep. you know, purchases basically leasing staff almost from an accounting firm, right? Or having them do the close, right? That sort of thing is becoming more common. Yeah. That blended model is becoming uh, I- increasingly more common. I think it's time to wrap up. Uh, we thank you for being with us on the podcast. And if people wanted to get a hold of you, what's the best way, Rob? I'm Robert.Reid, R-E-I-D, at sage.com. And I'm Kevin.Cumley, C-U-M-L-E-Y, at sage.com. And for accountants who want to learn more about that uh, accounting partner program you have, uh, where should they go? They can go to the Sage Intact website, go to the partners section, and go to the accountants program. All right. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank you.